to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhak, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayak from the Maya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, other Sabanim program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your Benos, your Beis Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbsch's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay. Ah, oh, one second. Can we get a little more volume over here, please? Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, now I hear myself. Okay, Graldick. Okay, uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to start here. Uh, Wait a minute. Here I come. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you weren't going to be here. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Would I miss it? No way. Okay, so we're here live. Okay. Yeah, I hope we're alive. <laughs> Otherwise, we couldn't do this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. Anyways, uh, Rabbi Herbs, uh, one quick question before you start the story. Okay, a real quick question, because I, 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 you know, like I have this story here, and I want to tell it, and I want to be able to answer some phone calls after. So what's your quick question? Uh, what do you mean on your new CD when it says uh, on Shola Melech and the Witch, it says volume two? Is anybody missing the first volume? No, 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 no. What it meant was in the Yufa story series, this is the second story of the Yufa story series. That's what I meant, volume two, like the second album, but not a second volume. If you you get, you know, that's, that's a whole entire story. It's a double CD. Okay, now he answered your question. Now we can go on. Okay, what's the story? Okay, well, I have a great story. It's called Rav Meir of Premishlan and the Oisha. Oisha? 
I, oh, Maisha Aisha? It's a story with Maisha Aisha, the chazan. No, 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 no. Not that, not that chazan, sorry. Aisha as in rich man. Oh, if I was a rich man. No, 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 Yossi, why are you such a jolly mood? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, maybe it's because you have a nishmas chayim and you have a simchas chayim and that's the way it should be. Oh, and it's also Elo, and it's a time for Tshuva. Uh, that's also, how did you know what the story's going to be about? I, I, I took your paper. Oh, give it back to me. No, 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 give, give it back. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, now, <clears throat> anyways, it's a very interesting story. Uh, somebody by the name of Mendy, but I'm not going to say his last name, sent it in to me. Uh, and he made a request, but, uh, you know, Mendy, you'll have to forgive me, but... You gave me some information, and I always try, if possible, to check out the story uh, about its accuracy and, you know, the time periods. Now, you originally told me that this story happened with Mayor Hagodel of Premishlan, which was the first Mayor of Premishlan, but uh, with another part of the story, it doesn't make sense because they didn't live in the same time period. Oh, so uh, what did you do? Are you going to tell the story or not? <coughs> of course I'm going to tell the story. Pardon me. Ah, pardon me. <laughs> Should I do that too? <coughs> we all clear our throats before we tell the story, right? Uh, yes, we do that. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you like this. Basically, in a quick nutshell... In a quick nutshell, I'm going to put the story in a nutshell. Yossi, please, can we start it already? Oh, okay, go ahead. All right, so anyway, so let me tell you what's going on here. Okay, so now, looking about what I said, okay, is that, uh, you know, the time period doesn't make sense for something else that happens in the story, which I don't want to give away yet until I'm up to that part. Okay, so therefore what? Oh, so therefore, I did my research, and it sounds like that this story happened with the second mayor of Premishlan. Oh, are they related? Yes, they are. It just so happens to be he's the great-grandson of the first Premishlan. Oh, and his name is Mayor also, and therefore he was probably named after him, probably somewhere down the line, and therefore he was called Rab Mayor the second of Premishlan. That's correct. So he lived between 1783 and 1850. So he was about 67 years old when he was Nifter. Okay, so this makes sense that this is what the story is with. I meaning, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know what you mean, Rabbi Abish. You mean that that the story took place uh, with this person, Rabbi Meir, uh, 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 the second of Premishlan, right? And he's also known as something like Moor or something like that. Moor, yeah, yeah, yes. And he happens to be the most famous of the Premishlan Rebbes. He's like one. Oh, uh, he's the one like was known as the Balmaifus. <coughs> I don't know why I have to clear my throat. I hope it's nothing here in the atmosphere here. Okay, but anyways, um, he, uh, yes, yes, that's correct. He's the one that was known as the Balmaifus and so on and so forth. He was known to have his great deal of Ruach HaKodesh. Wow. Sounds cool. Can we start now? If you have no more questions, we can start. Okay, where does the story begin from? In the beginning of the story, usually. I know that, Rabbi Arab, so you're trying to get back at me. No, chas for sure. I'd never do a thing like that. Okay, so basically it's like this. So let me just clarify. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like this. This story uh, happened, obviously, in the 1800s. Okay, uh, that's what it was. It was in the 1800s. Now, um, I don't know the exact name of the Bacha, and, and apparently... Um, when I research, you know, it doesn't give a particular name. It just says that there was this rich man. Blah, 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 blah. But okay, so I'm going to give you a little background to him, and we're going to call him Zelig. Zelig was a very interesting yeshiva bacher. It was a gavaldic bacher at first. Yeah, he learned very flossing. What? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> and that has to do with dental flossing, you know, when you floss your teeth? No, no, no. Flossing is like, you know, splendid. He, he learned very well. Sorry, you know, I did a lot of shows over the summer, you know, and I did a lot, you know, in Yiddish. So I got, you know, don't mind me if I stop speaking English, you know. I almost forgot how to speak English because I was doing so many. Well, never mind. Can we just go? Okay, anyways. So he was a very big masmid. He learned very well. He was doing excellent. And then the time came for him to get married. Yes, he did. He did get married. 
And he learned a little bit. And then, you know, after a while, it was time to try to find a parnasa Because he had a mishpacha. Well, actually, uh, he didn't have a mishpacha yet. He was just together with his wife, which we will call Ruchala. Why Ruchala? Because it's a Hasidic story. Oh, you uh, mean like Rachala, Rachala. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So Rachala, Rachala is his wife. Uh, right. So Zelig said to his wife one day, Ah, uh, you know, <laughs> it's time for me to go out and try to earn a panasha. You know, I'm going to try my hand in, 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 in trying to, like, uh, take some of our chashna gelt that we have left over from the matanash and things like that, you know, and uh, take a little bit of the nodding gelt that, you know, your parents gave me, you know, and I'm going to buy some stuff, and I'm going to try to sell. I'm going to, you know, like, do marketing, and then try to make some profit, you know, and eventually get better and better. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. He went over, and he began to uh, buy things of all kinds. And then what he did eventually was he went to other towns, and he sold it, and he was doing very good. Except there was a little problem. You see, you know, why was Yosef called Yosef HaTzadik? I don't know. Why don't you ask him? You see, come on, I'm sure you learned it. Oh, I know, because... You know, uh, all the uh, brothers were also tzaddikim, but except they grew up in the house of Yaakov. But Yosef, a tzaddik, you know, <laughs> he was in Mitzrayim for a period of time, you know. So to remain a tzaddik over there was pretty tough. So that's why he was called Yosef, a tzaddik. Because it's no big deal to grow up as a tzaddik if you're living in Yaakov's house. That's exactly it. So there's no big deal for this zeligal to be a big masmid if he is in the base of Madras. Aha. Uh-huh. But now he went out into the business world. Uh-oh, I don't like the way you said that. That's right. So he went out to the business world, and what he did was as follows. He was going out, and he met people. Oh, he met people? Well, actually, that's the only way you can do business. If you don't meet people, how can you do business? Ah, but he met fellow Eden. But not all of them were scrupulous. Scrupulous. Scrupulous, like like a scoop of ice cream or something. No, scrupulous, scrupulous. They were not, you know, the most moral people around. Oh. Well, let's tune in to him. Well, well, well. <laughs> so, uh, Sonny Boy, what's your name? First of all, my name is not Sonny Boy, you see. My name is Selig, you see. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm a young married fella, you know. Oh, you have any kids? Uh, not at the present time. Uh, but uh, Hashem will bless us with children. You'll see. Don't worry. Don't worry. We, we must follow every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Herschel, come over here. Yeah, what is it? Hey, Herschel, get a look at this guy. He's doing business. Oh, look at him. He's got those... <laughs> oh, you got payers hanging over there. <laughs> hey, listen... You, you know, if you just try to do business just with Eden alone, you're not going to make much Parnassa. You got to do business with everybody around. Otherwise, you're not going to make much. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like you got to tone down the way you look because, you know, sometimes, you know, the Goyim, they don't like to do business with people that look uh, too, uh, 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 too religious. Uh, now, listen here. I'm a from Yid. What's the problem? Hey, you can still be a from Yid, except... For one little thing. Yeah? Watch that one little thing. Well, you see, when you're from, you just don't have to show it so much. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. I mean, I... Here, let me let me help you out. Well, what are you doing to me? <laughs> what did you just do? That's nothing. I just cut off your payers. My, my, my payers? You cut off my payers? I raised me. Hey, I'll leave you beer, but I'm just going to trim it a little bit. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, you know, I don't look so bad. I'm, you know, I'm pretty handsome this way. <laughs> and that's not such a bad look, you know. Hey, trust me. Hang out with us. And you're going to do well in business, okay? Ah, uh, okay. And sure enough, unfortunately, he hung out with them. Now, these businessmen that he hung out with, yes, they were Jewish. Yes, they were from to most of extent. Anyways, uh, I guess in nowadays term, you'd probably call them modern orthodox. But the thing was... They had an attitude problem towards Yiddishkeit. 
and it was a bad attitude problem. And it didn't hold from, uh, like, uh, Rabonim so much and Rebus and things like that. They had such an attitude of some sort, you know? And that's the way it was with them. And, of course, they slept in good old... Maya. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Maya. I mean, uh, Rochala. No, not Rochala. Who's the businessman? Oh, 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 Zelig. Yes, that's right, Zelig. They slept him in, and they became his friends. And they became his friends, and he became their friends, and they were getting along. And sure enough, true to their word, they helped him do better business. And he did become well-to-do. And as the years were moving on, you know, Zelig still went to shoe. He davened, but once in a while he had a late night, you know, so he overslept, came late to davening. Once in a while he missed his davening, but, you know, it didn't seem to bother him so much. And he was becoming rich, and he bought a nice house to live in, and everything was going smooth. The only thing that wasn't going smooth was he had no children. That was it, basically. They were married for a good number of years, and he had no children. Oh, no. So, um, what happened next? Uh, Yossi, well, <laughs> you know the story. Uh, no, you, you, you're covering your head. What do you mean I'm covering my head? You're not letting me look inside your head. Okay, okay, I'll let you look a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, on the way home, you're going to go shopping? Uh, Yossi, not that part of my head. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 here it is. Okay, I got it. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. All this is going to happen to him? Mm-hmm. So, uh, can I tell it? Uh, uh, we'll both tell it. Well, anyways, what happens is like this. He was married for at least ten years, and he had no children, nothing whatsoever. And, of course, he was becoming well-to-do, richer and richer, and, of course, he hung around with those people. And, of course, when they saw somebody actually looked very Ehrlich, very from, very religious-looking, uh, you know, and they were uh, sitting, you know, and hanging out, sort of to say, because he stopped learning, you know. And, and they would tease and make jokes and make funny stuff, you know. And you probably should, like, make fun of people that were, you know, like, from. And then when somebody came over to them and said, Excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> You're blocking my pathway, and I want to go to see the rabbi that came into town. There's a Heilige rabbi that came into town. And, and and I want to go see him. So if you don't mind, uh, step aside. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it too. Yeah, I heard it too. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to see a rabbit? They don't know what they're doing, okay? You know, you know what? Hey, hey, hey. Forget about the rabbits. You know what I mean? No, please, I have to. And, of course, he eventually had to go the long way around to go to see his rabbit. But this is just to give you an idea. So he was far, far from keeping up with his Yiddish kite. And, of course, you know, he still had a conscience, so he did go to shul, he did daven. But like I said before, yeah, sometimes he missed it, you know, when he didn't uh, daven the way he should. That's right. But his wife, on the other hand, Ruchala, Oh, he, he, she was just like Rochali Menu. <clears throat> well, I don't know if she's like Rochali Menu exactly, but she was a lot different than he was. He, I mean, she, she, <laughs> did I say he? Uh, well, he is she, if you're speaking in Hebrew. Uh, okay, right. Okay, anyways, so she, what she did was as follows. She was an Erlacher person, and she held from Rebbe's, and she held from Erlachite, and she was a Tehillim Zugger. At the Hillam Zugga. <gasps> oh, you mean like she said the Hillam every day? Mm-hmm. She was doing that. Of course, she was being Miss Palel, four children, and so on and so forth. And then, one day, near her window where she was sitting, because, you know, in those days, they didn't have lights like nowadays, because this was in the 1800s, the early 1800s. And, of course... Uh, being that, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, they used to use lamps and things like that, oil lamps or whatever, because electricity wasn't out there yet at that time. Anyways, so what happened was, uh, you know, like, um, how should I say, uh, she had the window open because it was pretty hot, too, and they had no air conditioning. Well, why didn't they get air conditioning? Uh, they had no electricity to use, you know what I mean? 
Oh, good point. And air conditioning wasn't invented. So why didn't they use a fan? <laughs> um, uh, they don't have electric fans. And, you know, kind of sweaty. And you'd, like, work yourself up if you took a hand fan and you waved yourself. You know what I mean? It's good, like, in the olden days, like in Egypt, when they used to have the servants, you know, uh, fan the, 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 the king, you know, things like that. Oh, so why does he... Uh, oh, never mind. Okay, I'm asking too many questions. Yes, you are. Okay, anyway, so she was sitting near the window... And out in front of the window was her husband, Zelig, sitting with his friends. So, Zelig, how long are you married? You married more than ten years? Ah, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Married more than ten years. Uh, married more than ten years. Uh, you still don't have any kids, huh? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, I, no, no, but... Uh... When the time comes, you know, I'll be blessed with a child or two or three or four or five or six or seven. Yeah, and maybe you're not going to be blessed, you know. <laughs> Listen, doesn't take a rocket scientist to know. You know, but I remember when I used to do a little learning, you know. It was brought down some ways in one of this forum or something, you know, like uh, if you're married for about ten years and, and you have no children, you know, uh, maybe, you know, it's not meant to be that there should be a blessing of children with you being married to the person that you're married to. What are you talking about? So what do I do? Well, according to what I remember learning, um, uh, you know, you you got to get divorced and then you go marry someone else and then maybe your muscle will change and then maybe Hashem will give you a, a blessing of children. Oh, really? I should divorce my wife? <clears throat> She's a very nice person. I, I, I got to think about this. <laughs> yeah, you know something? I remember about that, yeah. I remember learning about that also. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yep, I remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you should think about it, you know, eh? Unless you want to stay with your wife and not have any children, you know? Maybe, uh, you know, it's meant to be that you two are not meant for each other, you know what I mean? And, of course, she overheard. Ivy, what did she do? Well, what do you mean? Aren't you reading my mind? Oh, yeah. What should I do? Hi, my husband is thinking about <laughs> divorcing me and maybe get married to someone else because we're not blessed with any kinderloch or oh, no children. So what should I do? Oh, no. Hi, it's me. What should I do? Mm, you know, not too far is the great city of Premishlan. Yes, and that shtetl of Premishlan is the great Sadiq. Ramea the second of Premishlan. Oh, if I could just convince my husband to come there, he would give us a bracha, and then maybe we'll have some children. Yeah, that's what should be done. Ay, 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 what am I going to do? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I tell my husband that we should go to go and get a bracha for a child from the Heiliger Tzadik, Ramea the second of Premishlan, <laughs> I can just see it now. My husband will laugh his head off. <laughs> He'll make fun. He'll tease me. So what should I do? Wait a minute. My husband travels a lot. Sure. I got an idea. Hmm. On one of those days. Yes, of course. <laughs> Why didn't I think of this before? On one of those days that he goes away for a couple of days or maybe even a week, I'll travel to Premishlan, and then I'll tell the Rebbe my problem. Sure, I'm sure he'll give a bracha. He's always helping our fellow Eden. He's a great tzaddik. Hmm, that's what I'm going to do. All right, you know, um, I'm going to go travel now a bit, you know. Uh, I gotta go now, um, uh, you know, to uh, to to to, to Hamburg. Okay, I'm I'm gonna travel now to Hamburg. I might be going for a little, but you know, it's a distance, you know. <laughs> and I gotta travel over there, and and I gotta, you know, like uh, you know, I I have to make a business, you know, a business deal, <laughs> real big business deal. Okay, and I hope you don't mind, you know, someone, uh, uh, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, Oh, it sounds like you have a little cold. Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of my cold on the way. Don't worry. Anyway, so I'm going to go now. So I'm going to be going. It might be uh, like uh, three, four days. It might be a whole week. You know, depends on the weather, you know, <laughs> whether I get back on time. <laughs> you like that one? Oh, very funny. Just hurry up back and take your time. 
hurry up back and take my time. I mean, whatever. I mean, just, just, just do what you have to do as quickly as possible, and then when you get back, you get back. Uh, okay. You'll be all right without me? Oh, yes, yes, yes. What do you think this is the first time you traveled without me? <laughs> good point, good point. Okay, bye. I'm all packed up to go, and I'm on my way. Goodbye. And sure enough, he left. And meanwhile, she waited a good couple of hours. And when she was positive he was out of the distance, she quickly took a couple of her belongings. And, Baruch Hashem, since they were rich, of course, her husband always left her some money, so she used that money to rent a wagon and a driver. Excuse me, I would like to go to Premishlan. Are you able to take me there? Uh, Premishlan? You want to go to Premishlan? Okay, sounds like a good plan, but it's going to cost you a... Yeah, Premishlan is in Poland, and you say, oh, yeah, okay, you know what, I got a good idea. If you want a, how should I say it, um, um, uh, it'll cost you 10 slides, okay? Fine, not a problem, here you go, I'll pay you right now. Yeah, I'll get to you real fast. And sure enough, he went over and helped load her stuff on the wagon, and after she was seated, he whipped the horses, and the horses began to gallop, and they galloped faster. And of course, eventually, within a certain amount of reasonable hours, they arrived in Premishlan, and she thanked him. Thank you so much. You are so kind. Um, would you wait until I'm ready to go? Yes, sure. I'll be another ten slides. Not a problem, okay? Yeah, no problem. It's no problem with you. It's no problem with me. Good. Please wait. If you take too long, I have to charge you more. It's okay. Don't worry. Even it might be a lot. Nope. Don't whatever you charge is good. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know I hit the jackpot. I should have charged you a lot more than ten slides. Oh, well, whatever. And so she went inside the door. <laughs> And she walked steadily in. And the shamash came. And Shildigmir, is there something that I can do for you? Are you here to see the rubber, perhaps? I'm sure you're not here to dabble with a minion. <laughs> Pardon me, it's just a little joke, a little humor. Because sometimes people come in here with sad problems. And we'd like to cheer them up a little bit. So, uh, you're here to see the rubber? Yes, please. It's a very important. All right. Let me see if he'll see you now. And so the shamash went inside, and the rebbe told him, Zicher, send her in right now. All right. Uh, the rebbe will see you now. Thank you so much. And she went in the door. <coughs> Please, sit down. Thank you, thank you. Now tell me, what is your name? My name is Ruchala. Ah, Ruchala. Very nice name. Okay. And what is your problem? Well, my problem is, you see, I'm married to, 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 to my husband, and, 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 and his name is Zelik, and, and, and we're married over ten years, and we weren't blessed with any kindleluk. We haven't got the bracha for children. And, and now I overheard that my, my, my husband was talking with some of his friends, and he was talking about thinking about divorcing me, because after ten years, you know, people do that sometimes. Yes, but he doesn't have to divorce you. Now, where is your husband? Why are you coming without your husband? <laughs> That's the problem. See, my husband, he used to be a very, very big, you know, masterman and everything until he went into the business world. And he met some people, some friends, and they were not very good friends. And, and they influenced him the wrong way. And, and he doesn't hold from rabbis, and he makes fun of rabbis. So I, I came here myself. Then how did you come here by yourself? That he should know that you're here. Well, you see, the truth is, I waited for him to go on a business trip. And now that he went on the business trip, uh, I'm able to um, to come here. And that's why I came. So please, could you please give a bracha that we should have a child? I see. Well, I'm afraid that I have to see your husband here also. But I told you he won't 
First of all, you have to have amuna and betochen that everything will be all right. Don't worry. Now listen to me. You go back, and when your husband comes back, I want you to tell him that I, Rab Meir II of Premishlan, I'm requesting that he comes to see me and has proof that I am really inviting him to come here. You have to tell him that when he went to Hamburg, Germany, he went to the village of Galov, which was in Hamburg, Germany. And there, unfortunately, he did a very unscrupulous business deal. Very secretive, very profitable for him, but not for a Ben Teure to do. Not such business, such dishonesty. No. So you tell him that as a proof that I am calling him, tell him that I know about his business dealings that he did when he was in Galov in Hamburg. Go tell him. Go ahead. All right. I I I I I guess I I I will. I mean, I think I will. I mean, go 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 go. Be well. Your wagon driver is waiting. Oh oh, thank you thank you. And she hurried up to the wagon driver, and the ra- the wagon driver was waiting. Yeah, I know he was sleeping over there. Excuse me. Oh oh oh, hi lady. Uh, I, I was waiting for you the whole time. You took so long. I did not take so long. You were taking a nap. Oh, oh, I did? I wasn't taking a nap. Oh, you, so I guess there's no waiting time. Okay, uh, okay. so let's go back and you pay me another 10 sliders, okay? Okay, no problem. Let's go. And sure enough, she got on the wagon, and the wagon galloped away again. And, of course, as usual, I know, the wagon was bouncing up and down. And she finally got home. And she got home before her husband did. And she settled in. And she figured she'll, uh, you know, make a good supper for her husband. And her husband came home. And her husband said, wow, what a business deal. Wow, that was very good. Uh, you want to tell me about it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you just have to be happy I bring home plenty of money. Anyways, I am famished. What's for dinner? Your favorite meal. My favorite meal? What's the occasion? Oh, nothing much. Oh, nothing much. <laughs> wow. You really went to town this time. No, no, no. I baked it here and I cooked it here and everything. Oh, you know what I mean when I say we went to town... I mean, you really made me some supper over here. Wow. Yes, uh, yes, yes, I, I, I did. I made you a very nice supper, no question about it. <laughs> so, uh, 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 sit down and, and eat. Ah, yeah, sure. Aren't you going to join me? Oh, yes, 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 of course, of course, of course, of course. All right. Um, so how was your business trip? Oh, very, very successful. And, uh, yeah, yeah, extremely. So uh, what was it about? Uh, oh, that's very secretive. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Um, you know, um, 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 you know, I was just thinking, you know, um, I couldn't help the other day overhearing what you were saying with your friends. Uh, what? What was I saying with my friends? Are you listening in? Are you, are you, are you peeping into my business or something? No, 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 no. I was just sitting by the window saying to hello, man. I just happened to overhear you talking about that you were thinking of wanting to divorce me because... We weren't blessed with any children. <laughs> I'll stop crying like a baby, you know what I mean? Hey, don't worry. If Hashem wants us to have a child, we'll have one. If not, you know, hey, you know, I, I just might have to. I mean, I, I mean, I, you understand. I, I mean, I want a child, and I'm sure you do also. Maybe just that, you know, uh, Hashem doesn't want to bless the two of us together, you know? Maybe I have to be married to someone else, or maybe you have to be married to someone else, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean, because I, I like you very much, I love you, and therefore I just want you to know that it's very important, extremely important, that I think... Oh, you're thinking already. Yeah, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking that that maybe we should go to a Rebbe, 
like Ramea of Ramishlan, very big Sonic. What a good joke, what a good joke, what a joke. Hey, I, listen, I don't go see rebels, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't see rebels, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, you know, that's the way it is, you know? We'll, we'll, we'll see a little longer, and if we don't get no blessing, you know, then, I, you, know, you know, we'll just, life moves on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you see, I knew you wouldn't go, so I went. What? What do you mean you went? You went to a rebel? When did you go to a rebel? Well, you see... When you went on your business trip <laughs> to Hamburg, <laughs> so you were gone for a few days, so I took advantage. And? I went to see uh, Ramea of Pramishlan. And? Well, um, I went there to ask him for a bracha for a child. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you gotta be ridiculous. These things don't happen. I mean, you know, it's up to God, you know? Yes, but Rebbes have some uh, little connection, the hotline upstairs, you know? <laughs> you believe that? Well, I believe in this Rebbe. I believe he's a very big tzaddik. As a matter of fact, he told me I should ask you to come. <laughs> I should come? Hey, listen here. I don't believe in these Rebbes. So why should I want to come? Because he said so. He wants you to come. And he said you should come to see him. And as a proof that he wants you to come to see him and that you should realize that he really, really wants to see you, he said I should tell you, that you went to Hamburg, Germany. Well, everybody knows that. But you went specifically in the village of Galov. Huh? Yeah, go on. And he said that you did a very unscrupulous business deal. A business deal that's unbefitting of a Ben Torah. A business deal that's unfitting, unfitting for anybody that's honest. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think now? How's that possible? Nobody can know about that. That was a secret. The only one that knows about it is me and the other guy. And the other guy is not going to say anything because he knows that if he keeps quiet, we can do this business again. I, I, I don't get it. But, I, oh my gosh. I mean, he's a real holy rabbi. He probably has that, uh... Ruha Kodesh. Right, right, that uh, Ruha Kodesh. Wow, wow, wow. That means I better go because if he knows about it, I, I, I'll be in big trouble if he, if he reveals it to anybody else. Uh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. I, I'll, I mean, I, I mean, eventually I'll go. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll go in a couple of months, okay? No, he says as soon as possible you should, uh, you know, uh, hire a wagon driver and take you. I know a good wagon driver. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, um, 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 oh, boy, oh, boy, he knows about that. And if he reveals it, I'm in big, big, big trouble. Wow. Sure, I did some unscrupulous business. I did a lot of dishonesty over there. Wow. Hmm. But that guy wouldn't tell because he can get in trouble too. Doesn't make sense. Hmm. But he must have that Ruah HaKodesh that I heard about. Wow. I better go. All right, all right. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to go. He wants to see me there? Uh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go. Okay? Okay? I'm going to go. Okay. Be Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a second. If I go to Premislam, I mean, my friends, they'll laugh at me because everybody knows that there's a big holy tzaddik in, in, in Premislam. You know, that the famous Ramea II of Premislam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The great-grandson, uh, uh, Ramea Hagado of Premislam. Ah, bye, 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 bye. Ah, bye. This is not very good. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know what? I, I, I just, you know, rent the wagon driver and I'm just, just go. You know what I mean? Um, um, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to rent the wagon driver. I'm going to rent the wagon. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Yes, yeah, what can I do you? Uh, I would like to rent your wagon. Okay. So uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going wherever I want to go, okay? Now, uh, I want to rent your wagon. Okay, so where do you want me to drive you? No, 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 you don't get it. I don't want you to drive me. I just want your wagon. You just, what? You want to rent my wagon? Yeah, I'll drive myself. But, but, I mean... I'll pay you well. Just ask your price and you got it. We can sign a contract to make sure you get your wagon back, okay? Yeah, okay. Sounds like a good idea. And sure enough, they signed the contract. And, of course, he got on the wagon. And then he whipped the horses. And the horses began to gallop. And gallop, gallop. You'll see. You know how to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
How was that? That was very good. Okay, anyways, so the horses galloped along. And the wagon went up and down. And finally, where he met some of his friends before he got out of town. Hey, 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 where you going? Yeah, where you going? Where you going? What's going on? I got to do some business. Got to do some business? You just came back from doing business in Hamburg. I don't get it. You got to go travel again? What's the matter? You didn't make enough money? Uh, well, um, it's just this kind of business deal that came up at... Where are you going to? Which town? Uh, um, um, Lemberg. Lemberg. I'm going to Lemberg. Uh, Lemberg. Going to Lemberg. All right. <laughs> Be well. <laughs> hey, lots of luck to you. Yeah, lots of luck. Yeah, lots of luck. Yeah, lots of luck. Uh, yeah, lots of luck is what I need. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Muscle, muscle, okay. And sure enough... He traveled on. And then... And then, when he was far out of the city, he looked to the right, to the left, and he changed directions. And he turned from the direction of Lemberg, and he started to head towards... Oh, come on, Rabbi, it's your turn. Oh, yeah, so he started to head towards Premishlan. And finally he arrived there, and the Rebbe looked at him when he came inside. Ah, Shrum Aleichem, and you are... Uh, 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 I'm Selig. Ah, Selig, please sit down. And where are you uh, coming from? Uh, uh, I'm coming from that shtetl that's not too far from here. I see. And um, why you look so strange to me? Uh, what do you mean? Because you didn't come here to come here. What, what do you mean? I'm here, aren't I? The Rebbe asked that I should come. I mean, not everybody knows about that, uh, you know... The business deal? Ah, Hashem wanted me to know, so I know. But anyways, but you still look strange to me. What, what, what are you talking about? I mean, you know everything about me. I mean, you, you know about the business trip, and, and, and I still look strange? Yes. What did you tell your friends when you left town? My friends? Oh, oh I told them I was, uh... You told them you're going to Lemberg. Uh, how did he know that? I didn't get a chance to say the word Lemberg. Wow. He really got this Ruha Kodesh business. Wow, wow, wow. You told them you're going to Lemberg. You're afraid to say you're going to a Rebbe. You're afraid to say it. Well, listen here. I want you to go back home. And then I want you to rent a wagon again. And this time when you come out here and you meet your friends, you tell them, Befeirish, you're going to see me. That's what you have to do. Yeah, but Rebbe, I mean, you know, my friends and I... You came here for a bracha or not? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I... Then you must trust. Sei gesund. But I, I... Sei gesund. But I, I... Sei gesund. And so, he had no choice, he went back. And then he told his wife, uh, Well, you know, I have to go again to him. What happened? Uh, well, you know, um, I, you know, uh, uh, well, it's a long story, but to make it short, uh, uh, I said I was going to a different place to my friends, and he wants me, I should tell him affairs, I'm going to Premerslan. Oh, okay. Uh, so you rented the wagon again? Yeah, I rented the wagon again. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. And sure enough, he went back to Premishlan. And of course, but on the way out of the city, he met his friends. Hey, where are you going this time? Boy, you do a lot of traveling. <laughs> hey, Zealot, what's the matter with you? Yeah, what's the matter? Uh, uh, well, um, I, I have to uh, travel. Oh, yeah? Where are you going to? Yeah, where are you going to this time? Oh, boy. He's got that, that funny face. His face is turning red. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's going on? Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to uh, Premishlan. What did you say? I said I'm going to Premishlan. Well, couldn't hear you. Speak louder. I'm going to Premishlan. Now you hear me? Premishlan? Where would you go to? Premishlan. That's where the mayor Premishlan is. <laughs> oh, boy. What's this? Are you getting older? You're starting to become a chassid? <laughs> hey, now you're, you're going to follow this rebel or something? <laughs> and, of course, his friends started teasing him and making fun of him and so on and so forth. And he was embarrassed, but he swallowed it all. And he decided that he must go to this holy rebel. And he did. 
and he made his way there. And finally he arrived, but this time when he came inside, the rabbi looked at him and he said, Ah, a bacanta yid, a well-known person. Come, please, Zalek, have a seat. Here, bring him something to eat. Give him something to drink. He come a long way. Ah, sit down, sit down, sit down. Now tell me, what is the problem? Ah, <laughs> of course, the child. You would like a child, yes? Uh, I, 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 yeah, my, my wife was here and she told you, right? Yes, yes. But now you're going to have this brocha to have a child. Because now you are not afraid to tell that you're going to see a rebel. You're not afraid to say that you're going to see somebody that may have a connection to the Rabbinish Lelem. Now you're not afraid to say that you are coming to Chachomim to ask them to help you out. Yes. Fine. Baruch Hashem. I'm very proud of you. No problem. Next year, you're going to have a child. Say Amen. Amen. And sure enough, one year later, to the day that he said it was going to happen, he had a baby girl. Or I should say his wife, Rachel, had a baby girl. Of course, it was a great simcha. Everybody was happy. They were singing, Shaman time, a martial time, a martial time, a shaman time, a martial time, a shaman time, And of course, it was a wonderful simcha. It made a kiddush. They gave her a name. And then, after that, he started to slowly become closer and closer to the Heilige Rebbe, Ramea the second of Pramishlan. Is that the end of the story? Of course not. Because we got to get to the part that I told you that was controversial, which that's why I figured it out. It had to do with the second Pramishlana. Oh, got it. So what happened? Well, <laughs> as you know, he stopped hanging around with his other friends. I could imagine. And he became very close back to Yiddishkeit. The full way, not just to go to Darwin and whatever it was. He made sure he always davened with a minion. And he always made sure that he had a seid in learning too. Even when he went on a business trip, he took Svarm along to make sure he always found time to learn. And of course, Baruch Hashem, he was still very successful. And one day, it was like around, you know, uh, the early 1800s still, right? Uh, maybe whatever it was. I don't know the exact year. can't calculate it yet. Uh, but uh, one thing is for sure. He was with the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said to him, Listen to me. Zelig, you know, you live near the border, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. And you have a lot of connections, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to do business back and forth, and, you know, sometimes, you know, to avoid, uh, well, you know, uh, well... I know what you do, but you have connections, and they like you, right? Uh, yeah, why? There's going to come a time. There's going to be a Yid that needs to cross the border. It's going to be hard for him to cross the border. But you, you're going to help him, right? Uh, uh, the rebel wants I should help him? Yeah, sure, of course. Very good. I'm proud of you. Very good. And sure enough, years would go on. It was around 1840 when he would finally understand the words of the Halik at Sadiq, Ramea the second of Pramishlan. But before that, we now got to switch over to Rabbi Yisrael Friedman of Rujin, known in Yiddish as the Heilige Rujina, the Holy Rujina Rebbe. He was the only Rujina Rebbe, the first and only Rujina Rebbe. His children continued different dynasties of different Hasidus, they may call themselves coming out of the house of Rujin. For example, Viana Hasidim. For example, the square Hasidim come from his daughter's side. And so on and so forth. So yes, a lot of Hasidim, Sadegera, a lot of them come out from the Regina. But they didn't call themselves Regina, but they call themselves the house of Regina. As a matter of fact, Neret Yisrael now, the base Israel. A lot of yeshivas are named after base Israel. The Regina Rebbe was named Israel Friedman. But anyways, going back, the Regina Rebbe believed in living 
in a very fancy way, very wealthy way. And why? So the kindlach, the Yiddish kindlach, meaning Klal Yisrael, should understand what royalty is to respect Torah and to be prepared for when Mashiach comes. But unfortunately, the Tsar of Russia, uh, you know, he got a little bit jealous when he heard the lifestyle of the Regina. So false charges were brought up, but I don't have time to tell that story. Maybe another time we will, and or unless I did it already once. And he was arrested on false charges, and there was a lot of pressure from all around, and eventually, after two years, he was released from prison. But the charges were not totally dropped yet. But before they could try to rearrest him, he would make his great escape in 1840. And he would cross over to Sadigura, which was in Austria. That's what he would do. And now we come to this part of the story. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, what happened? Well, <clears throat> as we are running out of time, so I'm going to tell you because I do want to get some phone calls. So what happened was is the Regina Hasidim said, What's all the machine yet? We have to get the Rebbe across. What are we going to do? He's so fragile already. We have to get him across. You know, being in the prison over there did not do justice to him. We need to get him across the border, but we haven't got papers. Who's going to do it? Wait a minute. I heard that there's a Yid. It heist Zelig. His name is Zelig. I think he has connections. Let's, let's maybe go see him. And sure enough, they went to see him. And Zelig suddenly, like a ton of bricks, it hit him in the head. That's right. He remembered. When a Yid comes to help, you have to help. When a Yid comes to help to cross the border, you should help. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't know it's going to be the Regina Rebbe. Wow. Sure, I'll help. Sure, sure. Let me take some money. I'm sure I'm going to need this. All right, all right. Now, listen, it's pretty much cold outside. It's the winter. And across the border, we got to cross it, so you know, the, the, the river, okay? But this lake over here, whatever. And we're going to cross it, but, you know, no problem. I'm going to carry you on my shoulders, okay? I'm going to carry you on my back. I, I, I'll make all this thing over here, and I, I'll carry you so you shouldn't have to, like, walk in there. And I'll keep you nice and warm. All right, there we go. And I trudge across the ice. And, of course, they were crossing the ice. And in the middle, he slipped. And as he slipped, Regina got a little bit frightened for a moment. And then Zelig said, oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't, don't panic, don't panic. I'm going to take care of you. I'll just be a little more careful. I'm going to get you across. You'll see. And sure enough, he got across the lake, the ice lake that is now. And then there was that border place. He had to go through there. There was the building. And there were the border inspectors and the police, whatever you want to call them, the military guys. They were there. And, of course, you couldn't cross the border without going there. All right. Now, now, Heiliger Rebbe, listen carefully. And we're going to go inside over here because they're going to want to see our papers. And I know that you don't have any papers. That's right. I don't have any papers. So what are we going to do? The British Slim is going to help. Uh, yeah, certainly, certainly. And, and, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm the Schlich. I'm, I'm sure of that. Okay, because the, the, the Heiliger... May I promise land? Yes, yes, very good, very good. Yeah, 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 okay. So wait over here and I'll take care of everything, okay? And sure enough, he went into the next room. And the soldiers, the inspectors were there. Hey! Hey! Well, well, well. Look who's here. Our good friend Zelig. Yes, Zelig. Yeah, Zelig. <laughs> How are you? Long time no see. Well, it wasn't that long. I mean, I was here about two weeks ago. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I, you get good bottle schnapps for us. Yes, very good, very good. So, hey, wait a minute. You got somebody in the other room. Who is that person in the other room? Oh, the other person in the other room? Uh, it's a friend of mine. And, and um, you know, uh, um, 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 uh, uh, oh, one second. My pocket is a little bit heavy over here. Um, what you know? Oh, I got here. Oh, is a hundred rubles. <laughs> Would you like this? Well, uh, let me hear what's going on. Well, well, I have this friend in the next room, you know, and we have to go across to the to Austria and and and, and you know the border and everything. And it's a little problem, you see. Um, um, what we have here is that um, 
he forgot his papers, you know. It's going to be so long to go back and get his papers and everything. I was just wondering. Oh, I don't know. Very big problem to take him and let him go across without the papers. Oh, would you look at that? My pocket's a little bit more heavier. Oh, what's this? Oh, look, another hundred rubles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what do you say about my friend? Well, it's beginning to uh, think about it. Oh, well, look at this. Oh, my pocket is getting heavy. Oh, would you look at that? Another hundred rubles over here. Is that good enough? Mm, 300 rubles. You know, for 400 rubles, I think I could make believe I saw his papers. Ah, you know what? I just happen to have another 100 rubles. Very good. Thank you very much. You know, you're always good to do business with. Ah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Commander. Uh, so, uh, can my friend... Sure. Hey, 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 Leonard, let this guy go with his friends. I saw their papers. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, see you. And sure enough, he was able to smuggle the Heilige Regina Rebbe across. And he stayed there in Sadegura, where one of his sons became the Sadegura Rebbe in 1850. Now, from 1840 to 1850, the Regina Rebbe tried to rebuild uh, his dynasty, and there were thousands of Hasidim that followed him. And it's a very interesting thing that we see that if a person returns back to Tshuva, and comes back to the great ways, then Hashem could use the person to earn even more schar to undo past deeds. Well, that's all the time I have here, but maybe have a little bit. We could take a, a phone call maybe. Yeah? There's one phone call coming in right now. Okay, so we'll take that one phone call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello. Are you there? Hello, hello. 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 Oh, there you are. Okay, what did you say? You never should listen to Goyim. Yes. Okay, and what else? Anything else? No. Okay, very good. Okay, until next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Okay, another phone call coming in. Uh, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, hello. We're having a little problem with the phones over here today, I guess. Okay, you know what? Uh, we'll see if we can fix it over here. Meantime, oh, you know what? I, I have some lessons to tell. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, I think it's Justin. Okay, a phone call is getting through. Okay, okay. Uh, hello, you're on the air. What, what's your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hi, I'm back from Canada. I'm back from Canada. Cut everybody. I'm back from vacation. Wow. So, Masha, you're back. You had a great time? Yes, I have so many videos, so many pictures, you can't even begin to imagine. Oh, what an adventure. Very, <laughs> no, very good, very nice. I'm very happy to hear that. Okay, anyway. Sorry, I didn't call for the other weeks. I was well, away for seven <laughs> weeks. That, wow, this year you went away for seven weeks? Wow. Six weeks in Mismar and one week in Camp Half. They came home today. Wow, fantastic. Did you have a chance to listen to the story? Yes, I did. About halfway, that is. Okay. And I so, only have one lesson, but oh. next week I'll have another one when my phone is reboot. Re okay, very I good. Okay, so let's hear the lesson. So the lesson is you should always believe in Sadiqim. And, uh, Alexi, you had a great vacation, too? Well, who? Who? Uh, you did? Yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. But I work yeah, also. Yeah, what about you? You had a great vacation also, I see. Wow, I see that sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have that kind of vacation. I work on my vacation. <laughs> I do a lot of performances. Yeah, but anyway, I relax. Yes. Yeah. Okay, anyways, got to go to the next phone call. See you next okay. Week. okay. Okay, see you. Bye. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Oh, we're having a problem again? Disappeared? Hello? Are you there? Hello? Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Are, are, are you there, 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 there? Oh, hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Uh, my name is Yom Tadachi Nelland. I should always listen to your Rebbe. Excellent. Beautiful. That's very clear in there. And also make sure to do tshuva. Okay? Actually, the best thing is to try to be good so you don't have to do tshuva because you always be doing tshuva. Okay. But we have a Yitzhahara, so we have to do tshuva every day. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay.
Uh, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello. Hello? Hello. Yes. Yes, you got through. Yes. So what's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Adina. Adina, okay. And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? That you should, that you should always give, give to Dr. and... You you should always listen to Reverend. You should never go with bad people. Always go to shore and Davin. Excellent, beautiful. It sounds like you listened very well to the story. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, do we have any more time? That's it. That's all the time we have. Sorry that some of our phones tonight were a little shaky, but you know, that's the way it is with uh, electronics sometimes. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.